Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Guys, are you trying to stay in 20-year-old shape into your 30s and 40s and finding it, well, impossible? Then you need to listen to this. Beachbody, the company that revolutionized getting ripped at home with P90X and Insanity, has a brand new program just for you called Lift 4. It's part lift. It's part hit. With total body shredding results in just 30 to 40 minutes a day, right at home on the Beachbody On Demand app. That's how you get killer results as an adult. Go to Beachbody.com to sign up now and you can try Live 4 for free. That's Beachbody.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Space News Pod, a daily podcast about space, science, and tech. I'm your host, Will Walden. And on this episode, we're going to be tackling Pluto. Pluto has been in the news lately because uh, Jim Bridenstine, the head of NASA, said some things about Pluto, about the dwarf planet recently that stirred up some controversy. So Jim Bridenstine, who's not a planetary scientist, he has no scientific background, said recently that Pluto is a planet. He said that he believes Pluto is a planet, and that's the way he learned it, so he's going to commit to it. And so the actual quote is, you can write that the NASA administrator declared Pluto a planet once again. I'm sticking by that. It's the way I learned it, and I'm committed to it. Uh, So Pluto was discovered in 1930, and we thought it was a planet for a very long time until 2006. And the... International Astronomical Union said, hey, now it's not an actual planet. It's a dwarf planet. There's a difference. And now Jim Bridenstine says, well, I learned that it was a planet when I was a kid, so it's a planet again. But Jim has no authority to call Pluto a planet. Um, He said it should be considered a planet, but it's been a long debate. Well, it was a long debate until it was declared like I said before, a dwarf planet twenty or 2006. And this all happened. The remarks uh, were to reporters during a tour of the Aerospace Engineering Science Building at the University of Colorado at Boulder. And he can't go back on the statement, everybody. Okay, so he's, he's not a planetary scientist. He's the head of NASA, so that's cool. <laughs> but... He has no background in science. He's been kind of, you know, uh, kind of targeted because he doesn't have a lot of experience in the sciences. So NASA administrators are usually appointed from within the ranks of the agency or have, you know, a pretty decent military or scientific background. Bridenstein is a former congressman from Oklahoma and a Navy pilot who used to run the Air and Space Museum in Tulsa. But he has no scientific background. So it's it's a weird thing. Okay, so it's kind of a it's a weird pop culture thing, and it's just kind of like a, a uh, an off-the-shoulder comment. 
you know, he didn't really mean it. He does. He has no authority to bring Pluto back as a planet. So let's get into why Pluto is not a planet and why it's a dwarf planet. Because I've been babbling on long enough about Jim Bridenstine, when in actuality, he has no authority. So Pluto. Okay, so it was discovered in the 1930s by Clyde uh, Tambo. And in 2006, the IAU downgraded Pluto's status to a dwarf planet after other objects of a same size were discovered in its relative vicinity. And so after it got declared as a dwarf planet, people freaked out. I remember this. I lived through it. 2006 wasn't that long ago. I remember it. And when I was a kid, Pluto was also a planet, just like Jim Bridenstine. Like, okay, so this was a planet back in the day. But now, hey, science moves on. We discover new things. There's new stuff out there that's happening. So here is why Pluto is a dwarf planet. It has not cleared the neighborhood around its orbit. Pluto is considered a dwarf planet because of that. And it orbits in a disk-like zone beyond the orbit of Neptune called the Kuiper Belt. And it's a region populated with frozen bodies left over from the solar system's early formation. And it's 3.7 billion miles from the sun. Its average temperature is at about negative 356 degrees Fahrenheit. Pluto's surface is composed of a mixture of frozen nitrogen, methane, and carbon monoxide ices. And the dwarf planet also has polar caps and regions of frozen methane and nitrogen. Pluto also has three moons. So that's where some people get confused. They think if a body has moons, then it's a planet. But that's not true. Pluto has three of them, and it's not a planet. It's a dwarf planet. The three moons are Hydra, Nix, and Charon. And there's a diameter of about 737 miles. Charon, it's the largest of Pluto's moons. And the gravity between Charon and Pluto puts them in a synchronous orbit, which means they face each other with the same side all the time. And in January of 2006, NASA launched New Horizons. It went past Jupiter for a gravity boost and conducted a six-month-long reconnaissance flyby Pluto and its moons in 2015. And it culminated with Pluto's closest approach on July 14th of 2015. And as part of its extended mission, uh, this spacecraft is headed further into the Kuiper Belt to examine another of the ancient icy worlds out there. In this huge region, it's at least a billion miles beyond Neptune's orbit. So as a rundown, Jim Bridenstine can't rename Pluto a planet. He just can't do it. There's no uh, governing body that would allow that. Pluto is a dwarf planet, and it will continue to be a dwarf planet until the International Astronomical Union considers it as something else. So, my friends, I want to say thank you for listening to this podcast. I appreciate all of you. If you liked it, make sure to hit that subscribe button. If you loved it, go over to patreon.com slash space news podcast and sign up for all the sweet perks. I got some shirts coming in. I got some sweet, sweet space-related shirts, and they'll be up on the Patreon 
um, within the next two days. I have them um, ordered, ready to go, ready to rock the designs are here. They're very simple, but they're pretty cool. I like them. And also, uh, thank you to my sponsors. Without you, I couldn't do this. And I'm going to take a quick break to uh, hear from one of our sponsors. And also, thank you for taking the time out of your day to spend it here with me on the Space News Pod. My name is Will Walden, and I will see you soon. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. 